Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. All right, you look good. Oh, MFRs, y'all look you look taller and uh, more spacious today. Is that Melissa? You're looking like did that do you some good? That like yeah, it did me some good. My my personality improves after those um, therapy balls. I think we should do that at least once a month so that personalities stay intact. Um, thank you all so much for being here today. I'll drop the past and the future and we'll focus on today. Um, Lionel, you've got like, you're in the Lucy and Ricky uh, on vacation? I am, definitely. Yeah, I'm at my parents' house. So <laughs> Nice. Yes. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Thank you. I don't know if you guys can see this. He's set up right between two twin beds and it just brings back like all our childhood memories. <laughs> very cool. They're both very comfortable beds. <laughs> Bonus. <laughs> it also kind of looks like a retreat setup, you know, when you have like a or a, or a camp, summer camp. So. Right. Exactly. Getting ready for those summer retreats. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of getting ready for things, let's get our body's ready to uh, just relax. So I have uh, uh, kind of an, an uncorking your spine practice today. It's, anyone feel like they, that could like a decompression? This is like your decompression chamber. We're going to start on your back. You don't need anything at all. You can just lie down unless you need to scratch the dog ears or give the cat a little bit of love. And any way that's comfortable for you to be there, be there. No specific posture right now. Just give yourself an opportunity to land and to know what's going on in your body. Maybe it's blissful. Maybe it's blissful to lie down. Maybe there's overtones or undertones of the day. Maybe there's that ever-present list of things you got to do. The things the brain thinks you should have done. Whatever you're noticing, you notice. It's fair game. Like you notice the landscape, and then you notice that you're the noticer. Whatever you can notice yourself thinking or feeling, you're standing in the place of the witness or the observer, which is the clear space that's yours when you choose to embody it. We're gonna help that along by physically embodying some space. So I'm going to slide the soles of your feet to the floor, bring them about hip distance apart as if we were going to do bridge or not, but as if we were going to, you're going to bring your hands to your thighs. So get real uh, comfortable with this move here. Find your hip crease where your, uh, your hips would fold, your legs would fold into your body and take your hands there, take like a thumb there and like wrap the first finger around the outside of the leg. You can press your quadriceps up away from your hips. As you do, just slowly let your tailbone lift. Just a little, just get light on the floor. Doesn't need to lift off. Then drop the sacrum heavy. Let the tailbone release. And you're still pressing the quadricep muscle up. You're feeling just some space around that hip, the crease area. We'll work in different ways with this area today. This potent place to get some length. Just slowly release any pressure you've got going on there. 
let the arms come to the sides, press your feet down, lift your hips up. You're gonna slide them over to the right and then knees over to the left, simple twist. Pause here with simple twist and right hand. You find that, find your right thumb and first finger just what we had and then lay the thumb in the hip crease and press it away from you. So you're trying to take your hip, your thigh muscle, just toward the front of the mat. And we'll come back to this, but for now, just assure yourself that you did that. And back to center, hips back into the center line, pause. And then the other side, you can lift up your hips, slide them over to the left, knees go over to the right. You'll take your left thumb, hook it into the hip crease. Right, so the knees are, the leg bone's about 90 degree angle with the hip. And then you're just taking the thumb and you're trying to press the hip crease away from you. So what we just did on our back, we lengthened the hip flexors. We lengthened the quads away from the hips. Now we're lengthening the front body at the hip flexor area that's up, up, attached to the hip and the, the torso side. Come on back to center line. Now, if that felt good to you, that's all you needed. We'll do that again. Uh, you know, lift the hips, slide them to the right, knees over to the left, but this time optional, extend the right leg out. So I don't know what you're gonna do with those, uh, the twin beds there, but probably under the bed is the place for the foot. Then you can keep the leg extended just as it is, or use your left hand and catch the foot. If you catch the foot, great. The arm doesn't wanna catch the foot, no big deal. But you do the same thing. The right thumb into that hip crease. You get a little more purchase with it uh, extended like this. And you press the hip crease away from you. And then let your fingers wrap around the outer thigh. Just take the outer thigh away from you too. So we're lengthening a lot of stuff in here. Uh, most particularly, we're trying to get some length in the low back. But you'll probably feel outer hip, glute muscles, area around the IT band in, in some way too. Undo this, come on back to center, just pause and feel the two sides of your body, what just happened there. Breath in and breath out, then lift the hips, slide them over to the left, knees go right. You'll extend the left leg. And if you're like me, you're like right by a wall or something, you just move yourself. You can move yourself around on your mat as much as you need to. Uh, but it is worth getting the leg length here. And then if you can, catch the foot. If that's unreasonable, it's unreasonable. And then catch with the thumb in the hip crease and press hip crease away. Hip crease, you're moving toward the front of your mind. Fingers loosely gripped around the outer hip, pressing away. Breath in and breath out. Undo that. Come on back to center line. Everything lines up. We'll do a really light bridge. Unless you want to really dark bridge, you could do a really dark bridge, but you could do, yeah, 
a robust bridge if you prefer. Breath in. And then slow release down. When you arrive, abdominals in. Take again your hands to your legs. Lengthen the thigh muscle away from the hip. And then we'll reverse that action. Hug the knees in towards the chest. A little compression of the hip crease there. Knees to nose, nose to knees. Rock the way up to seated. And we'll start with a little uh, kind of mix between Dandasana and Prabhatanasana. So take your hands behind you and fingertips. This is like the, the cheating incline plank exercise that I'm addicted to and I hope you become as well. Right. So your legs are out straight in front of you. They're firm, sort of like Dandasana. Fingertips are back behind you a good ways. Then you lift your spine in, spread out through the front of your chest. As much of a, a back bend here as is comfortable for you. And neck just neutrally aligned. So lift up to the tips of your ears if you're tractioning out the sides of your neck. Breath in. Breath, I think we're going to call this lean out asana officially. Walk your hands in and cross your legs right in front of the left. Very similar when we're doing this, like you're used to this. You can take your hands, find that hands in the hip creases, lift up. What we're going to do with the hands here, you're laying your four fingers onto the inside of the thigh, you're holding your legs down as you lift your chest up and move forward. So we're hinging forward from, you could also uh, go heel of your palm. You can get the heel of the palm, wrap the, the fingers back, you know, press the leg bones back, press the leg muscle back as you hinge forward, just about halfway. We don't need to go all the way down. If you want to, you can. Most of our, our purpose here isn't about that forward fold of the spine, but the tractioning out of pressing the leg bones down and lifting your heart up. So just like the cork is stuck in the bottle and you can get it out. Breath in. Breath out. And come on up to seated. I'm gonna lean out again. Hands back behind, lift your chest. Legs straight and reach through the ball of your big toe. Then we'll walk the hands back in, cross left in front of right. Lift up, hands again to the hip crease. You can go uh, fingers pointing in, fingers pointing out, whichever is more comfortable for you. Press the thigh bones down, a little back. As you lift your chest up and forward and just going for the length, going for upward action, upward diagonal action of the spine. You press the leg bones down and back. You can take the hands to the inner thighs and, and rotate the muscle outward as well. Breath in. Breath out. And on an inhale up to seated, you can again do the lean out or a table. So hands behind you, flat, feet flat, and you lift the hips up. And this is comfortable for you, it's comfortable. If it's not, go back to what was. It's just supposed to be about you know, opening things up. Bring the hips back down and we'll cross right over left, last seated work here. We're gonna take side bend a little differently than we normally do. So your right leg's in front. And you're gonna take your left hand out to the side. Creepy crawl the hand out to the side. 
but your right hand's gonna press the right thigh down. So we're not focused on the, um, the rib cage action of reaching, but on the, the lower of, uh, side body in the, the pressing of thigh away. Breath in. Breath out. On your inhale, come back up to seated. Just notice how you feel, what effects that has. Then undo the legs, wrap the other leg in front, and lift up. And do same thing. Crawl the right fingers out. And uh, it's just, it's not as, it's not as uh, you know, yoga journal quality, but in the you know, in the, those big reaches, we really look like we're doing some yoga pose, but here, probably get a little more bang for your buck with the, the pressing of the leg down and rotating inner thigh toward outer thigh. And this really tough area to get at in the lower side body. And we're going to try to keep getting at this for pretty much the rest of the class. On an inhale. Come on back up to seated, take a moment, go two sides. Last time we're gonna do a lean out for now. You can lean out or get in that table, or if you like, Parvatanasana, inclined plank. I do not, but you might. Go for it, breath in. So breathe out, bring your hips down, cross the feet at the ankles. We're gonna come around to down dog. And of course, if you prefer a child's pose at any point, you do that. Feet about hip distance apart, bend your knees. And when you bend your knees, really accentuate the hip crease. So we're also looking for like peak awareness of hip crease in this practice and in this pose particularly. Once you've got that, that's the thing we're gonna try to keep as we, as we do the next couple things. So you're gonna, Come up onto your toes. As you come up onto your toes or to the balls of your feet more appropriately, still feel your hip crease. Okay, so nothing, nothing was lost there when you made that transition. It's still as bolded as you could be, possibly even more so. And you can keep the fold at the hip crease, but straighten the legs. So lift the quadricep muscle up, lift the hip crease up in space. So your, your down dog has got higher in altitude and slowly start to release the heel bones down toward the floor keep the hip crease reaching up toward the ceiling it will come down as the as the heels come down look forward walk forward into a halfway lift we're going to take hands up to thighs go all the way to thighs even if you are super bendy and you can touch your shins or right the floor we're going to thighs we're going all the way up this is a Gregor move. Press the thigh bones back and straighten your knees to the degree that you can here. So you get a lot of firm support of the hands on the upper legs up by the hip crease. So you can straighten and straighten and straighten until your hamstrings tell you no. And when they say no, they say no. Press your thigh bones back, heart forward. Continue to see about taking the legs straighter and straighter by pressing the feet down. Pulling up through the quadriceps, breath in here. And very slow release. Bend your knees as you do so you keep a really tight 
crease at the hip. Hands to the mat, walk your feet wide. And you still got that tight crease at the hip. Ragdoll arms, don't go anywhere for, for this one. Just let your elbows get heavy toward the floor. So from those hip creases down through the elbow points. Breath in. Breath out. Face softens, jaw softens, arms get heavier. And release the hands to the mat. Walk feet together. And here you're gonna pull your navel up toward your spine, bring your hands back to your shins and a little bit of cat pose. You can trace the arms up the legs as you do this, rolling to stand, stacking the spine, bring shoulders to earlobes and then slide the shoulder blades down the back as you lift the tips of the ears toward the ceiling. Sunday just to get us moving in rhythm and breath. When you inhale, you reach up. When you exhale, you fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hand, step back. High or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Plant your feet, lift your sternum. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Reach through your arms, down through thumb and first finger. We'll look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, and accentuate the reach. Exhale, fold forward. Lengthen your body down your legs. Breathe in, lift halfway, plant your feet, pull your heart forward. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push up, lengthen the front body. Up dog, feet down, and really work length from feet up through your heart. Be good to the back of your neck. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach out. Elongate from body up to your fingertips. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Breathe out, press the floor, draw long to your front body. Upward facing dog, feet down, reach your big toes back, point through them, lift the tips of your ears. Down dog, breathe out. I want to make that cue perk up your ears. Um, can you guys just adjust to that languaging? Because that'd be like super fun. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop. Breathe in, 
lift halfway and bow forward, breathe out. You get one more without my commentary. We'll meet up here again. Start with a breath in mountain pose. Breathe out. Breathe in. Plant your hands. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Empty here, you walk or hop. Breathe in. Breathe out. Inhale, ukatasana, hands on your legs. We're going to go back to the hip crease with the heel of the hand. We won't be here forever. It'll just feel like forever. Press the thigh bone down. Lift your chest up. Elongate up through the tips of your ears. Breath in. And breath out. You're using the hands on the thighs. Really press the thigh bones down. Uh, we don't have to. If you want to, you can work that banda action of lifting the thighs into the hands too. But you don't have to. It's more about elongating the low back here. One more breath in, and then exhale, fold over the legs. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, walk your feet hip distance apart. We're going to step the right leg back. Breathe in, reach up, crescent lunge. You're going to catch your right wrist with the left hand. Left hand's gonna help the right arm go up and over into a side bend. We're gonna breathe here. Walk your back foot back if you can. And then stake the back foot to the mat. Both foot working down through the floor. Use the left hand to help elongate the right side. And from your back foot to ring fingertip up there, one line that's lengthening, lengthening, lengthening. Breath in and breath out. Breath out, dig the foot in, lift your heart up. One more inhale, reach long. When you exhale, release it, hands to mat. We'll step back down dog, or if you prefer, low push up, upward facing dog. Both sides of your body here, left and right. Down dog, breathe all the way out. We're going to take a left leg up and back behind on the inhale. And when you exhale, bend your left knee, bring it to your left elbow. We're stepping forward. It's the same lunge, same side. It's not a mistake, I promise. I mean, it might be a mistake, but we'll find out later. Uh, same action we just had. Right, so just repeating and then. Yeah, the, the, the add-on is coming, I promise. Breath in, lift your chest. And as you breathe out, left hand releases. Keep working with the right left thumb down to the hip crease. Just hook it in there. 
it's found its place, it's like burrowing in, it's there. And this right arm that's reaching up so much, walk that foot back and then right elbow outside the left thigh. And uh, take a moment, pull the hip crease back, use the uh, left thumb, pull back, press a little down. Then take your heart up and forward like we did in that seated pose, yes. And this is like the, uh, this is the secret sauce that even those of us with short arms and, uh, and torso issues can generally get the arm across. Enjoy it here. You made that space, good work. Then you can continue to pull the hip crease back. I find that helpful. The other thing you could do is then without losing that, join the hands and press the hands together. And leverage the twist there a little bit. Breath in. Breath out, press your feet down, lift your chest up. When you breathe in, you're going to reorient yourself back to a low lunge, fingertips down, and take your time stepping up, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. You will feel like you have two different legs. You do have two different legs. They've lived very different lives for a little bit. Bow forward, breathe out. Just have a moment here. Breath in. Breath out, chances are the two sides of your low back feel very different, two sides of your rib cage very different, even two sides of your head. Inhale, ukatasana. Harmonize the experience here. Press the thigh bones down with the hands. Lift your heart up. It may work for you to have full palms on the legs. Side note, for those of us with shorter arms, harder reach. Hooking the, arm, the hands around and doing the lobster claw can help. Press the thigh bones down, lift your chest up, the breath in, and then with an exhale, bow forward over the leg. Breathe in, lift halfway flat back, and walk your feet hip distance. And take the left leg, Back into a lunge, we'll breathe in and reach up for crescent. And wiggle the back foot back if you can. If that's possible, you do. Reach up the left arm. Catch the wrist with the right hand. The right arm helps it out, helps it come over. Stay real balanced between the two legs. Be a strong tendency to lean right. Instead of that, Press into your back foot. Elongation up through the arm. Like the, the back leg and the arm are one thing that moves through your side body. They kind of are. Breath in. Stay here, breathe out. One more breath in. And then when you exhale back to center, hands down, you step back down dog or chaturanga. Upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Empty. You'll take your right leg up and back behind you. Take time. Bend the knee. Knee to elbow, a big step. And reach up, crescent lunge. 
And again, we are right side forward, which you can let me know later if this is a mistake, but I kind of like it. The continuity thing is, is nice. Same side bend. So take the back foot back, reach up through the left arm, catch the wrist, let the right arm help the left arm over. So sometimes we press against, we work strength, we work for that really strong frame. Uh, here, we're working for length, the decompression. And then keep the left arm doing its thing. Right hand comes down, the thumb finds the hip crease, it digs in, claims territory, stays there. Left elbows can come across into a twist. Right. And then we may find ourselves rounding in the spine because of that crosswise action. Crosswise action. Pull back into your center line. Draw your heart forward. If you need to uh, adjust the left arm, by all means do. And breathe here. Not as uh, focus on the, the rotation as we are on this really lengthened side body issue. So uh, feel free to adjust as needed. Pull the heart up and forward if you'd like. You press palm to palm. Let that action create more twist. Coincidentally, more heat. Coincidentally, possibly less breathing, but you'll fix that. One more breath in. Bring out. Then let this dissolve back to center. You're inhaling into a lunge. Exhaling, taking your time to step up. Inhale. Lift halfway. And exhale, bow forward, wrap arms around legs. Let your head drop heavy, back of the neck get soft. Stay here, breath in. Breath out. On your inhale, press your feet down, reach up, mountain pose, squeeze your legs, elongate through your body, and exhale, we'll fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back high, or low. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Do that thing again where you bend the knees and feel the hip crease, be really acquainted with it at this point. Lift your heels, feel the hip crease get even creasier. Squeeze your legs, lift the hip crease towards the ceiling. But squeezing glute muscles, quadriceps, I mean, glute muscles too, mostly quadriceps, lifting your kneecap, heels up, heels up, hips up, hips up. And then keep the hips moving upward as you start to drop the heels down. Breath in, breath out. At this point, the calf muscles probably feel that a lot. If you're enjoying it, keep doing it. You're not really enjoying it, but you know it's good for you. Keep doing it. I'm going to come down to knees on the mat. I'm going to take a variation on side plank. It's actually a variation on gate pose, but it feels more like side plank. 
So come up to your knees like you're going to do camel and then turn to the side of the mat that you like for straddle or turn in a direction that you can see this because I rarely teach it because trust issues, but you guys have superseded my trust issues like no one else ever, ever has except for my Aunt Becky. Like I trust you guys as much as I trust Aunt Becky and that's a lot. Uh, so just take a moment, but know how trustworthy you are. You're facing the side of the mat. You're about centered on it. Knees are like camel. You look good. We're gonna take the right leg out to the side. I'm gonna do right leg and it's probably gonna be looking like it's my left leg, but let's keep this together. I gotta keep it together. Right leg out. All right, so gate pose, as you may know it, would also go to the right. This, however, my friends, is a lot nicer. Squeeze your glute muscles and press your hips a little forward. They're gonna try to go back. Don't let that happen. Press into the right foot over there. You're gonna bring your left hand to the mat like it was side plank. And just crawl it out there. Chances are you'll feel that space that we were feeling in those side bends earlier. And that's what we want. And just get to where you have good grounding in your right foot. And that the left arm feels like it's doing side plank. Sternum's rolling toward the ceiling. So everything in the upper body is like side plank. You could reach straight up for sure. You could also though reach for the side wall over there, whatever side it is. We're not gonna necessarily go down, but you could, you can see if that feels like it's decompression or if you just like bending down. For most of us, it'll turn into some stretch, but also compression of the underside get length through both sides powered by the foot over there really try to stretch the side of the mat away from you breath in breath out keep pressing your hips a little forward they may be trying to sneak back you're not going to let that happen one more breath in now to get out of this especially if you're really deep into it we're just going to turn toward the mat bring the right hand down Slide the right knee. It's like we took a sideways uh, hands and knees and then climb ourselves back to uh, hero seat or Vajrasana. You can sit between your heels. You can sit on your heels. Just take a moment. Feel the two sides of your body. Come up again, kneeling as if it were camel. Left leg out and plant the foot. Right. Then again, do this just so you know. The hips will try to go back. They'll try to go back like we're doing a straddle fold. Instead, you'll give some uh, attention to squeezing the glutes and the hamstrings and keep the hips moving. What feels like a little forward, but really just stacking them on top of uh, the thigh there. Then right hand down to fingertips or full palm if you can. My fingertips are great. A block is great. And work it however you need to to get towards side plank here and then press the foot down you can press both feet down and extend the left arm and reach through the fingertips Pressing standing hand down, 
keep pressing your hips forward. There can be a little bit of a back bend sensation here or, or action here. Squeeze the leg out to the side, down and into the mat with that foot. Heart forward. One more breath in as long as you are. Then real slow turn, left hand to the mat, left knee to the mat. And reorient yourself back to the dressing room. You know, pause and take a moment to feel lightness in your body. To feel that maybe it's just it's a sensation of the chest floating, or there being more space for that. Head floating, being more space for that. Really nice. Next breath in and come back up to hands and knees and around to down dog. We'll pause. Next breath in. Breath out. And step your right foot forward into a low lunge. And we're just gonna take the back knee way back like irresponsibly back into lizard hands inside the front foot. That could be on the floor, could be on blocks. And then walk down to forearms on the floor, on the block. If you feel like your right knee is floating out to the side, wants to escape, let it escape, but also take the foot over there. And so align the shin bone vertically that might mean you move the leg bone out, and it might mean you turn the toes out. But you're gonna keep the knee stacked over the heel, pull the heel into the mat, and let your head drop heavy here. And you walk up to your hands and get a little up dog action in this. So chest up and forward, like coming up on the fingertips for that, but you might choose not to. Give all four of his dogs a chance to bark at the door with Gibbs. I, you know, I mean, I'm glad he's so popular, but I'm sorry about your ears. Uh, on your next inhale, take your hips up and back. Keep the front heel grounded. Big surprise, you're going to take your right thumb to the hip crease. Give a little pull back.
and slowly rock forward. Rocking forward to a low lunge, back knee down. Step the right leg back, hands and knees, and lower your hips down into up dog from there. A really nice elongated up dog with the legs down. And press into your hands, abdominals in, and send the hips back to down dog. On an inhale, your left leg up and back behind. Exhale, big step forward to an irresponsibly long lunge. Right, the kind of lunge that you are not going to get up from. Well, I mean, you're going to get up from later, but you're not going to try to stand up into. So lunge verging on split. And Hands to the mat inside the front foot or forearms down to the floor. You can also use a block. And the knee falls out to the side. Walk the foot out until foot is underneath. If the foot needs to turn out in order to be well grounded, then the foot needs to turn out. Pull the heel into the mat. Pull your hips forward. If they do start to come work their way forward, see if you can take the back leg back more. Let your head drop, the back of the neck and the upper back soften. Breathe in and breathe out. Then come up to your hands, press the hands down, draw your heart up and forward. If we were taking a really, like a really true yoga class, the teacher would say something like, present your heart. Um, so I'd like to be able to say that with a straight face and actually encourage you to present your heart. Um, I just don't have that. I don't know what it is, but I don't have that. So draw your heart up and forward, elongate. Uh, all you think of is like you're pulling a cork out of a bottle. <laughs> you can get your spine up out of your hip. You know when you're like holding the bottle between your knees and you're trying to like get the, you know, you know that one? Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah, we all know that. <laughs> Chances are you live in Sonoma County if from here, we're going to press up to the hands, turn the back toes under, send the hips up and back in the modified pyramid where you dig your front heel in and let your upper body is relax into this. But you're really going to pose up pretty strong on the right hand while you take the left thumb Get it into the hip crease and pull the hip crease back. 
this is the, the kind of practice where we take the same poses that we may practice uh, all the time and just kind of look at them in a different way right, with all this kind of manual adjustment focusing on a part of the pose that we don't usually uh, but you're always welcome to if you if any of this felt really good and you want to continue to do it in your postures as is do it or different days call for different things do what's what's needed when it's needed breath in breath out with an inhale rock back forward back knees down like back and you're on hands and knees you're just going to take that into that super elongated down dog And then press back, hands and knees to down dog. Last time I'll bug you with this. Lift up on the balls of your feet, elevate the heels as high as they go. Bend the knees. Feel the hip crease get creasier. Maybe you get your rib cage to your thighs or your thighs to your rib cage. If you can do that, by all means do that. And then send the hip crease up. Try to keep it real crazy there. Looking through your hands, you're going to walk or hop to seated and down onto your back. As you arrive, take your feet out about mat distance apart and walk them away from you so that you've got a good degree of space at the back of the knee. You got a good degree of space across the front of the hip. And then for sure, lengthen so that you lift your rib cage, back of your head, and you have good gear space, the lumbar and thoracic and cervical curve of the spine. Breath in. Breath out. And then bring the feet in to about hip distance. And possibly they stay. Uh, they stay kind of far out away from you, but you might want to walk them in closer for bridge or for wheel. Um, if you'd like to stay just kind of decompressed, do that. Uh, wheel can be a nice decompression too. So get in far enough to be able to lift yourself up. And then once you are up, you may want to walk in even closer. So breathe here for five. When you feel complete with your breaths there, you slowly come down to lengthen out as you go. And we'll make it to Sukhdavadi Hold the feet together and knees out to the sides, but then a loose one, a long one. 
the feet move away from the hips and take the arms up toward the ceiling. Lace your fingers, press your knuckles up toward the ceiling, press the back of the head into the floor. And start to take your arms back toward the wall behind you. Press your feet together and press the knuckles back. Your arms may get to the floor behind you, they may not. You may find it's just better on your shoulders to keep the arms in front of the eyes. Breath in. And as you breathe out, the arms release and down by the sides, hands to your legs, find right at the hip crease and press the thigh away from the hip. And breath in. Open your mouth and let it go. Walk the feet out wide again taking the knees with, knees then over to the right and windshield wiper. Stay with that or roll onto your right shoulder and then around onto your hands or forearms for deer pose. Take a moment when you get into that twist, traction out. So bring back the the memory of pressing the hip crease down and back and those actions. And as if you could take, I mean, you could, but you'd lose something by taking the thumb to the hip crease here. But imagine a thumb in the hip crease, pressing the hip back as you draw your heart in the opposite direction. In. Breath out. Undo this slowly. Come on back to center. Pause at center. Breathe here. And then knees over to the left. Stay here if you prefer it. Otherwise, roll onto the left shoulder. Come around onto the arms. Take a moment to arrive and arrange yourself. And then, like, there's a lot going on in this pose. So even to be able to locate the left hip crease, that's something. You could imagine that you take the left arm back there. Again, I wouldn't do it because you're going to need this. Uh, work with the arms. The memory of that thumb in the hip crease, pulling the hip crease toward the front of the mat. Pull your heart toward the back of the mat. Breathe here.
Inhale, you're gonna come out of that slowly. Make your way back to center. Lay yourself down for a moment and feel. In and breathe out. there's anything else that you need right now you get that if you can just allow your limbs to stretch out into shavasana do that bring into this shavasana that idea that the center line of your mat is a little raised and your spine is aligning itself on that center line and the two sides of your body is falling heavy away from that center line. That's like you're on a little ridge for Shavasana. That's just enough to lift you up at center. And to allow the opening of your body around that ridge. The elongation of the legs away from center elongation of the arms away from center, a softening of the two sides of your face away from center. A pleasant feeling of being encouraged to open. That's it. You've just uncorked, now you're, you're letting you breathe. Congratulations, you've been decanted. to come back if you're ever ready to come back start with deepening your breath move through your body and find your fingers and your toes small light movements at the edges of you roll to your right side and to contrast this spreading out a little tuck in Make your way up to seated. Allow yourself to arrive. And then to adjust and 
in that adjustment feeling of being drawn up, feeling of enlightenment helps when the puppy jumps in your lap during enlightenment. And bring hands to heart center, pausing this moment to acknowledge and seal in any good sensations, thoughts, emotions. To offer the same to each other. To bring thumbs to forehead center. That was great. Oh, thanks for being here. Namaste. Super fun. I hope you had at least half the fun that I had with that. Great. Oh, so good. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.